Well, today is a very important day in the life of Joe Taylor, who we all know here in Melbourne has been the brains behind one of Australia's leading trainers running the Flemington Stable for Chris Waller, and she has been part of so many special moments. But she finishes up today and begins a new exciting chapter in her life, and it's great to catch up with Joe Taylor on Racing Pulse. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I am well. I'm probably not as excited as you are. Or, or is it a <laughs> is it a morning tinged with a little bit of sadness as well? Oh, it is. it's been an emotional roller coaster. There is absolutely no denying that um, for the last couple of weeks now. So, um, and but at the same time, just so excited for for what is next well you're heading over to dubai you're going to uh, team up with michael costa so how did that all come about um we just um managed to to make contact and um it was just um interest expressed um i think on both sides and um yeah we took it from there was whether i would be interested if an offer was made um and I think the timing was just right um, for me and and where I was at. And it it sort of just, it happened quite quickly and and unexpectedly. Um, So, yeah, it's still, sometimes I I still feel like, oh, this has come about very quickly and I don't know if I'm ready for this. Um, But then at the same time, I um, just can't believe the opportunity. So, um, and I'm just ready for it. Well, it is so exciting because Michael's done an amazing job in the short time he's been over there um, accumulating the horses he has in the stable. And it's an interesting lifestyle, an interesting um, racing landscape over there. Have you done much um, research and what you think your life will be like in Dubai? Um, yeah, I've been trying to have... Um, I've been keeping an eye and having a look. and But at the same time, I, I don't want to go there with too many preconceived ideas or with too much expectation um because you just you just never know um but i've i've been assured it's a it's a very different lifestyle but it sounds like it's one i will enjoy i know the racing is certainly very different but that is part of what intrigues me um you know new different surfaces to learn how to train on horses what type of horses, um, racing styles. So, um, yes, I have definitely been doing my homework, um, but at the same time, I like just getting somewhere and figuring it out um, as I can. I think with a lot of those places, you know, when in Rome, you make of the Roman. So, um, I think you just get there and you figure it out and do the best with what you've got. How many years has it been that you've been working with Chris? So it's been 12 years. So I started with Chris in November of 2011. Um, So, yes, it's been a long time. Um, And it's just been the greatest journey. And I could not be more appreciative for everything Chris has done for me. It has been an amazing journey over those 12 years. Do you remember vividly a little a little mare called Winx wandered into the Victorian or the, the Flemington stables? Oh, yes. So I knew... Um, I was still in Sydney uh, when Winx started her career. Um, 
I was very fortunate to even ride her as a two and three year old. That's when I was still just doing Chris's traveling work. Um, so I had the pleasure of having her in my care when the the famous streak started mm. in that Sunshine Coast Guineas. Um, so yeah, she she was a, a a different cat that one. Could you have imagined at that first? win which started the phenomenal streak that she had the potential to continue to develop into what she did? Uh, I don't think any of us could, I don't think you could um, expect what she did beyond our wildest dreams. Um, I think anybody that, that tells you, oh, they knew then already that she was going to be the best horse we'd ever train um, is telling a few porky pies. We always, we knew she was a nice man, but at the same time, we were heading to Queensland just to get that um, Group 1 win. Um, she wasn't able to win the Oaks in Sydney. Um, we thought we'd go for the slightly softer target in Queensland, in the Queensland Oaks. Um, but she certainly just kept developing, and, and the mare she turned into every prep just year on year, how she continued to strengthen and do things is beyond anything we could have imagined. Mm. Yeah, the start of 33 consecutive wins, uh, incredible. From a Winx to a Melbourne Cup with Very Elegant and, of course, Nature Strip, the fastest horse we had in Australia for so many years. Uh, what's, what's your number one highlight of working with Chris? Oh, wow, that, that's a tough one to narrow it down. Um, to just one. I would say there's a, different, there, there's a few there, there's a few sentimental ones mm. which I thought um, was very big. Um, you know, a horse called Shootout is so close to my heart. Um, he walked into the stable only about a week after I started and if it wasn't for him I wouldn't still be in Australia. Um, I was definitely struggling to adjust that first while um, it was a big shock to the system to me um, how racing and work and everything in Australia was at the time from what I was accustomed to and if it wasn't a bond that I formed with him mm. from the first day he walked into the stable I don't reckon I'd still be here so um, with the problems that he'd had coming to us and having not won for as, as long as he did I think just getting that first Group 1 win with him in the Chipping Norton was an extremely satisfying uh, win for me and a sentimental one. And um, in terms of sentiment, when Humidor won the Cian, yeah. that to me was something that was very special to me personally. Um, but I think uh, the most thrilling day I've experienced on a race course has to be winning the Melbourne Cup. So... Um, as great as Winx was, the four Cox plates were something else, but you just cannot describe that feeling of winning your first Melbourne Cup. Mm. Um, that is just beyond comprehension. Absolutely amazing. And what's it been like to work so closely with Chris? Oh, Chris is, he is phenomenal to work with. Um, definitely, like, tough but fair at times, but only tough because he has such a high expectation and a standard to meet um, every single day, but not unreasonable. Um, 
but he just he, he, he sets the bar very high and he ensures that he achieves it as well. Um, he wouldn't expect something from you that, that he wouldn't do himself. Um, and just to learn from him the past decade, um, I could not have asked for a better uh, mentor. And, um, you know, the, the trust that he shows, the um, face he shows in your abilities, um, he's, he's just second to none. He's so open-minded. He's also always willing to learn. Um, he'll be the first to admit if he's not quite as well versed in a certain part of um, training or open to new methodologies. Um, so I just, you, you can't, and he's a man that's, he dots every I, crosses every T, he's so meticulous. Um, he might have however many hundreds of horses across the country, but he knows what's going on with every single one of them every week of the year. Um, just because he might not be somewhere in person certainly does not mean that your horse is not getting the attention um, or the detail that it needs or that Chris maybe isn't aware of, of certain things. Um, he certainly keeps his finger on the pulse all the time. Uh, it's a great, as you said, um, uh, apprenticeship and he's been a great mentor. Is that the aim for you to train in your own right at some stage? Um, it is something I would consider. Um, I have at times, and, and then there were other times where I just thought that maybe that side of it isn't quite for me. The, um, I enjoy just being with a horse, figuring out the horse, um, really adjusting to them and getting the best out of them as an athlete. Um, and I definitely know the, the higher up you move, you almost move a little bit further away from that aspect, mm. even though you still manage their programs and, and those sort of things. It becomes more just a, a managerial role and um, with owners and just what it all entails, especially over here. Um, sometimes I, I feel that I could lose that passion with a part of the horse, which is what I'm good at. Um, so I, I think I'll just stick to my strengths for now. Um, and capitalise on that. And look, if the opportunity presented, it's, it's definitely something I would consider. Um, but I wouldn't say that that's what I'm looking for right now. Chatting with Joe Taylor, who has run the Melbourne stable for Chris Waller for so many years. And it's her final day, and I believe you're on the way to the airport, heading up to see Chris and have a, a final farewell lunch. Do you think he'll cry? Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. I even packed an extra pair of tissues for him. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, Joe, uh, it's been great to have you uh, as part of our program. You've helped us out on RSN a number of times over the years, and we look forward to catching up with you when you're over in Dubai in the next great adventure. And as we say goodbye, can you leave us with one final winner from your Melbourne stable with Chris Waller? Oh, Salafa Fowler at Caulfield on Saturday. All right, we like it. Goes around in the summoned stakes, uh, the <laughs> mayor. Uh, what a way that'll be to go out with you, Joe. Um, enjoy a little break before you head over to Dubai and well done on everything here and good luck with the next chapter. No, thank you so much.